Do you get easily bothered by things and when things bother you, they seem to bother you a lot more than it bothers other people? If so, journaling is something really important that you want to pay attention to because it can really help you regulate your emotions. So this is an episode you want to pay attention to. Also, check out the show notes. I have a special download for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I will talk about another healthy self-love habit. It's journaling. And journaling is one of my favorite habits of all times. I would credit it to a lot of my personal recovery. The reason journaling is so beneficial to those of us that suffered trauma over the years is that if we have a lot of trauma in our past and we especially suffer from complex PTSD, one thing that it makes it difficult for us to do is to regulate emotions well. So when we are triggered, and triggers are everywhere, right? They're in personal relationships or in workplaces, etc. When we're triggered, if we have complex trauma, then our amplitude, meaning our, the reaction that we have towards the trigger, is usually more severe. So we feel either more angry, more sad, more depressed than a person that doesn't have trauma would feel. The other aspect of it is that there is also more things that trigger us. We feel it more strongly. And then lastly is that for us to regulate our emotion, meaning that we bring it back to the norm, it just takes longer. So a lot of us suffer a lot of negative emotions and we feel it very strongly and we suffer it for a long time. What journaling allows us to do is to take the troubling thoughts outside of our head and we put it down on paper. And the benefit of this is that when things are swirling in our head, it just becomes snowballed. It, you know, the thought triggers feelings, feelings triggers more thoughts. If we're already worried and we think about more things for us to worry about, and then we become even more worried and we start losing sleep, we start losing sleep, we feel even worse, we start getting depressed. It goes into that cycle. What's useful for people like us that are worriers or constantly feeling depressed is to actually express ourselves on paper. When we write in confidence and privacy, whatever we write is just for our own consumption, right? There is no one to judge us. We completely validate ourselves. If I write on a piece of paper, like I feel super awful today because this and that, that's me validating my own feelings. And that in itself is creating a very open and accepting space for me to be fully me which for many of us, we don't necessarily feel comfortable expressing, sometimes not even to a therapist. So by writing things down, we are kind of becoming our own best friend, our own therapist, where we could validate how we feel and what we think on paper. The other benefit that I've found of writing things down is that we get to examine the thought. We get to examine and see, you know, does this thought still make sense? right? Like a lot of things that we worry about are simply not super rational. For example, we might worry about our job, how stable is our job. Maybe we saw our manager kind of frown instead of smile like she typically does. And then our mind goes into this swirl of, is she angry at me? Did I do something wrong? Am I going to lose my job? If I lose my job, how am I going to pay for my healthcare, if I can't pay for and I get sick, I'll be on the street, I'll die alone, right? All this very generalized black and white thinking, magical thinking, etc., is what 
creates all that negative emotions. But if we write it down on a piece of paper to say, I have a lot of fear because my manager frowned at me. And then you write down this whole slew of um, future events. Then you look at it, you're like, you know, how realistic is this? If I lose my job, am I really just going to end on the streets? Or are there many, many different options that I could do? I'm very resourceful. I found other jobs before, right? You can start then talking to yourself like a counselor, like your own best friend, and literally do cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself. So by writing it down, instead of allowing it, allowing yourself to immediately just believe the thought as is and therefore feel all those emotions that it triggers, writing it down allows us to take a step back and we can look at the thought and say, okay, does this thought make sense? Do we want to keep it or do we want to change it? So it gives us that space, which is incredibly important for those of us that suffer trauma. The next question that I get from people is, what is the key to writing? Do I, what do I do? Uh, what do I need to buy? The benefit of writing is that it's super simple. You don't need to buy anything, really just take a piece of paper and a pen. If you have a journal, you can write it in a journal. I personally use um, a app called Day One. It only works on Mac and basically iOS on iPhone but it's end-to-end encrypted. It just makes me feel really safe if it's an uh, encrypted journal and I like to use it across device, but you can do anything. You can write it on a piece of paper and burn it. You don't have to feel like you have to you know, go back into the past. Let's start at when I was age four, right? Just write whatever comes to your mind. In our daily lives, there's enough material for us to write, so you definitely don't have to worry about running out of material. Now that we know why we journal, the next question is, what do we write to? What I like to do personally is to write to fear and resentment. Most of the feelings that we feel that are bothering us are either triggered by fear or resentment and anger towards somebody, someone, an organization. So to do this is actually really easy. You just start by writing, I am afraid that, and scribble anything that comes to your mind. Don't censor yourself. Don't worry about grammar or how you sound. What you write, like I said, is for your eyes only, so there's no one judging anything you write. So you can say that, you know, I'm afraid that I will lose my job if I lose my job and just go on. And then if you feel angry, like for example, I'm angry at a coworker for cutting me off today, just say, you know, I am angry or I am resentful that this person cut me off in a meeting, it didn't let me speak. And then before you go into the, the why, actually, you can also write, I am angry at this person for cutting me off because I am afraid that, right? Because usually there is fear behind anger. If you really sit with it and kind of sift through the anger, there's often a sense of fear because when somebody, for example, cuts you off, you're afraid that it makes you look bad. You're afraid that it means that they don't respect you. So if you write your anger to the conclusion and actually will always drag out some fear. So the two prompts that I write to every morning is I am afraid of that and write out whatever you're afraid of. And then the second one is I am angry that to write down anything that you are resentful for. If you have more time, what I typically do is then I write things that I'm grateful for. This is actually really important. So If you could, I would definitely write down at least three things that you're grateful for. And it doesn't matter if it's like a big thing or a small thing. In fact, 
most of our daily lives are small things, right? Like, for example, I'm grateful to have Snuggles, my cat, because she keeps me company and she's really cute. The day-to-day -day things that we take for granted, even the fact that we have working legs, because a lot of people don't have working legs and they can't go out for a walk. And these are really beautiful things that are easily overlooked. That's why doing gratitude exercises in a journal is really powerful because it starts our day with a sense of gratitude and gratitude releases fear. We cannot be afraid and anxious at the same time when we're thinking about everything that we're grateful for and how fortunate we are, even if we have a lot of challenges in our lives. And the last thing that I write to is what is my goal for today? Right? If I think ahead of time what I want to get done, what I want to achieve today, then it's less likely that I will spend all day watching YouTube videos or spend all day chatting with a friend on the phone. So write down your number one to number three goals and focus for today. And then also just as importantly, write down how you're going to reward yourself for achieving it. When we associate good feelings and rewards with doing something that we really want to get done, it just makes our life more pleasant and makes it more likely that we want to keep doing what we should be doing. So for example, if you're trying to build a new habit such as journaling and then meditating, after you do that, like reward yourself with something, right? That's a great way to ingrain a habit. I'll link to an episode I talked to uh, last time about six tips to help you build any habit. And in there, I also talk about the importance of rewarding yourself. In conclusion, writing is a extremely beneficial exercise for those of us that have difficulty regulating emotions in particular. It's good for anybody, but especially if you suffer from trauma, from complex PTSD. And writing is very freeing because nobody is watching what you're writing, nobody is proofreading what you're writing, nobody is grading you. It's just for you. It's a way for you to literally speak to yourself and listen at the same time. We often are way wiser when it comes to guiding other people and giving our friends advice. And writing the problem down actually allows us to look at our own problems more objectively. So we could play that friend role towards ourselves. It's incredibly powerful. The consistency is the key. So if you only do it once every blue moon, you're not going to feel the effect. But if you do it every day, even if it's just like five, 10 minutes, that's going to be really, really good for you. So just like any habit, you'd rather do a smaller piece at a time, but do it consistently than to do a big bang and then stop altogether. So I hope you find this episode helpful. In the next episode, I will continue on this path of how to build more self-love and make it real by talking about how I do it and the habits that work. So I'll see you next time.